sharing our faith and passion for the Lord Jesus Christ with others is a desire of Zion Christian Fellowship. Our prayer is that this message will have a lasting impact on your life and draw you closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. This message is not copyrighted. You are free to make copies for friends and neighbors. We only ask that you copy it in its entirety without alterations or changes. Now unto the King Eternal, Immortal, Invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. To worship the Lord. Well, uh, for this opening two weeks ago, Earl and I were in uh, Indiana for the men's discipleship meetings. And so we just thought we would share some of, uh, some of went on, what went on there. Um, as I was thinking about what to talk about, what kept coming to my mind was just what the Lord was doing there in in uh, in the lives of of the men that were gathered there, and uh, I know many of you have been there before and have experienced what a what a blessing it is to be. Um, with with so many men who are seeking the Lord and and uh, opening themselves to His Word and and uh, trying to bring that into their own lives and make that real. Um, there were there were young men who were uh, who were caught up in in powerful addictions. There were I met two two young men, and and that was their their story. And by the grace of God, they were they were able to break free from that. And and they're they're still on their their journey. They're seeking seeking a church, and and somehow they they ended up here in Bern. And there were I heard a man talk about. Um, uh, just a, a a long time battle with 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 sin in his life and just being caught in this and the destruction it just wrought on his his family and his marriage and and finally one day he he was able when he he just finally surrendered totally surrendered and and that thing was gone and just to hear him talk about that. That was just at lunch one day, just to hear him talk about that release that he experienced in his life and what the the transformation that, that the Lord has, has has brought to him and to his marriage it was very powerful. One of the one of the speakers, uh, Charles Hamilton, in the course of his message message shared some of his own journey and um being a, a young man and he, he was converted and he was with the Baptists and he just, something didn't seem quite right. He just, he didn't know what it was and and he was seeking the Lord but it didn't, it didn't seem like the whole thing was, the whole, something was missing and he um, somehow 
he, he met some, some Mennonites and this thing of non-resistance. I think he was the one who said he, didn't, he had never heard that word before. He didn't know what that meant. But just in searching the scriptures, he, in his heart, he, he was coming to that place. He didn't know a word for it. He didn't know, know what to call it. But um, it, he knew something was missing in his, in his understanding and in his walk. And, and that, that opened a door for him. And it, and it, and it began a journey. That he, that, and that's where he is. Um, after, he, after he spoke, um, a man in the back stood up and shared for a while of of his own journey, a man that maybe in some ways had a, had a similar uh, a similar story, except that he had been with the with the Baptist for for much of his life, and he he had some harsh words to say because he he only recently in his life had he for many years thought something was missing too. He that he. He was he was seeking the Lord and he, th- he he was in the best place he knew he could be but he just it, it, something wasn't right what w- what was missing and for him as well it was it, the issue of non resistance was was a big part I think there were other aspects and somehow I think for him it was in learning about the history of the Anabaptists that some things started to click in his mind and, and he started to seek this out and and uh, his somehow he he did come to know some Mennonites and but his harsh words to everyone were that why were you not in Indianapolis this is where he was from but he was seeking all this time and why why were you not there in Indianapolis why were the Anabaptist people there not 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 there to 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 tell me, tell me about non-resistance and, and to preach the whole gospel that, that he had been seeking for. And uh, I think that was something that, that everyone ne- needed to hear, and, and that, was a, that was a good message. Uh, and there were many others. I, I met another man who, who, as a young man, was in the, was in the military, and and uh, I think maybe also was a Baptist or I don't know some some kind of Protestant church, and again just he just he he was he was earnestly seeking, but something was missing, and and uh, he came to to I think somewhat understand some of these things just in reading the Bible, but he, he didn't have a, some of these words. He didn't have these some of these concepts. And and uh, through the Lord's working in his life, he he, he did eventually meet um, meet some meet a man from from an Anabaptist church that you know set him on a journey. And from there, he he um, he went. He was able to kind of go forward. That opened the door for him. And uh, I sort of throw that scattering of stories out there because, and and that's 
just, um, there are many more stories there, but uh, just the powerful reminder that the Lord is working in people's lives. And that we never know the, the impact we're going to have when we, um, when we talk to people. There's, there's people that, are, that are, are seeking out there. And, and uh, like he said, they don't even have, they don't have the words, but, but they know something's missing. And um, maybe, maybe they're waiting, maybe they're waiting for us. Um, Charles, in his, in his message, he was talking about the early church and, um, well, he was talking about church history, but he, he was talking about the early church, how in Acts we read that they, they turned the world upside down. And he was looking at how could they do that and, and how did things in the broader church at large go astray? And um, I think what he, maybe the, one of the biggest things he really impressed upon us was in looking at the culture that, that they were in and that they operated in. Sometimes maybe we, we think, you know, what, what a wicked culture we live in. And it's just, it's, it's almost hopeless. But it was, he showed us just, how similar it was back then it was it was very similar maybe in some ways it was even worse and yet they were able to turn that upside down they were able to redeem that culture and he kind of left that with us uh it's it's not the culture's fault it's it's our fault if we don't redeem the culture I think uh, just kind of going off of that, I mean, there were there were so many things in, in all of the messages there that um, that were very powerful. But maybe to tie that all together, I think it just just what really went home with me was that um, if my life isn't isn't just totally totally lined up, totally totally surrendered to the Lord and, and His commandments, then, um, then none of it can work. I think Dale made that point he was talking about in the context of authority, um, that someone in authority, a servant minister, has power because his heart and life is true. And um, Clint was talk. Clint Wolf was talking about relationships, and um, one thing I just jotted down. He he was talking about Ephesians five. It says, uh, "Be ye therefore followers of God, as dear children." And if we don't have a that solid, if we're not standing on that identity in Christ, that 
our relationships are going to have are going to have problems. We need to be solidly standing without the fear of man, not insecure or boasting or or shy or telling stories or trying to be someone or just putting up barriers of you know the many ways that we do uh, or that I do and and again it's just if it if it's just not all lined up if it's not if it's just not true it's not going to work John D Martin was preaching on the the kingdom of God now and maybe one little line out of there is that the sermon on the mount is what kind of character emerges from the new birth he said um, he also said the kingdom of God is the homeland of the soul I think is how he put it that 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 these limits these this order is it's just it's reality it's it's fitting it's it's just how things are if if it's true if it's all lined up and uh yeah i guess that's just maybe the one 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 little thing that i took away from it that that my life our lives won't work unless unless we're totally open to all of God's word and his grace and walking in an obedient love faith relationship with him um, and that in that the world will take notice that the, the ones who are who know something's missing that they will take notice of that Praise the Lord. Thank you, Donnie, for sharing that. I hadn't heard all those things. We talked about a lot of things, but somehow we didn't uh, get to communicate all those things. But, yeah, there was a lot of good things that happened out there. My, where do I start? I told Donnie if uh, he he wasn't sure he would take long, but he actually took 15 minutes. Good job, Donnie. I said, if he takes up all the time, I'll just, I'll just uh, not say much. <laughs> but uh, it was a blessing to go, I guess, maybe to start off here. <clears throat> well, maybe First Timothy, thank you for that, those verses this morning that you read. I was thinking of that, starting off with that, in light of all that's going on in these days over in Russia. <clears throat> Where are we, brothers and sisters? He talks here about, Jesus talks about the peace of God. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And we need to hear those words these days. Our peace is not in uh, uh, USA, uh, whatever, uh, army or all those type of things. But our peace is in Christ. He is here now, right in us. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father was sent in my name, he should teach you all things. Praise God. <clears throat> yeah, well, the, the highlight, I guess one of the highlights for me was that uh, Donnie and I and Darian and uh, 
and uh, I can't I think Dwayne Dwayne uh, Helmuth Darian Helmuth Dwayne Helmuth which would be Mark Helmuth's sons went along out with us Darian is the one that I have been working with and his brother went along and <clears throat> I was blessed with that Amish boy. <clears throat> oh, both of them, but uh, I don't know, just, I don't know if they're listening in or not. <laughs> uh, just a little highlight. We were, <clears throat> I did talk to him, uh, Dwayne, Darian and Dwayne, it would be his younger brother. Uh, uh, Dwayne, I just, uh, you know, he was there. This was his first time to be in a meeting like this, and being in a prayer meeting, you know, you get together and you pray verbally, and he said he never did that before, so that was a little apprehensive. But you know what? <clears throat> something must have something must have happened in that boy, because was it Friday morning? We we uh, yeah, we were staying at Levi Swartz's place, and and they had gone to the hospital. His mom had had an aneurysm, and they went in that 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 night, and they came back early in the morning. Anyways, we were just sitting around there at the table eating by ourselves. They, they stayed in bed. I think they came back 5 o'clock and just left some of us there for us. But anyways, we were sitting there, and, uh, and uh, what's his name? Dwayne. Dwayne. I forgetting his name. We were sitting there around the table, and he said, he thinks we should pray for, uh, for, uh, for the family, the Swartz family. And so all four of us around the table there had a nice time of prayer together. It was beautiful. This Amish boy had, I don't know if he, he, he apparently didn't pray out loud before, but he knew how to pray. And uh, that, that touched me. Mm. So that was one of the highlights. And, and then uh, we also had Dean go along. <clears throat> he went along. He went, we picked him up. And uh, I didn't get to spend much time with him there. But on the way home, we had some time of just talking and sharing. And I, 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 He was encouraged. He was encouraged. I think he was encouraged to go. Uh, <clears throat> and we were, yeah. So it was good. It was good. Just spending time together, I, I just see the value of it. Brothers, we need to do it more. I got to know Donnie in a, in a level I didn't know before, and, uh, and it was special. It was very, it was good. He shared, I, I asked him some questions, and he, 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 he shared them with me. <laughs> and it was good. <clears throat> Anyways, just maybe a couple of things here before my time's up. <clears throat> um, I think this was the first morning... It was shared, and I forget who it was, one of the brothers out there from Bern. To have a soft heart, open heart, and a heart that God can instruct. If we don't have a heart like that, God has to, will take greater measures to teach us through lessons of life. And then, I think he shared a story there about a young man that was... uh, being taught maybe how to, I forget exactly how the story goes, but the point I think will be, will bring the point out. The young man was being taught how to run a table saw. 
And his teacher was there, and he was ready. This young man was ready to, to cut a board on the table saw, and he had gloves on. And the teacher said, no, you want to take those gloves off. And, the, and he just kind of looked at him and sneering, and he just left him on and put his, put his wood through the, through the saw. And, and a couple minutes later, he was in the office of the, his teacher. And the point is, is that, <clears throat> you know, if we have a soft heart, God can work in our hearts and the point is, if we don't have soft hearts, you know, God uses greater measures. And I, I, I trust that young man learned a lesson that day that, that uh, was powerful. <clears throat> so let us not wait till we lose our thumbs, but let us have a soft heart. So we kind of went into the meetings that way. I, was very, I thought it was very appropriate. So anyways, Dale had it on, uh, and it was... Uh, <clears throat> Donnie shared already some, but Dale had it on the nature of biblical authority. Clint had it a call to Christian relationships. And uh, Hamilton, Brother Hamilton, uh, Charles Hamilton, lessons from church history. And then John D. had it on God's kingdom now. <clears throat> and I felt like they flowed together very well. They flowed together very well. And, uh, but but uh, going back to the first one there on Dale on the nature of biblical authority. And again, I... <clears throat> yeah, it was so, there was so much. There was so much. But after thinking about it, after I came home and just thinking about yesterday, maybe Friday a little bit, you know, just kind of getting my mind again on what we heard, uh, this thing of the nature of biblical authority got a hold of my attention. I don't even know that it... It did there, but somehow it went, I think it went deeper as I started meditating on it. The nature of biblical authority was the title. And Dale had different messages on that. I, uh, the one was, the first one was the, uh, can I say the word, anatomy, uh, anatomy of uh, rebellion. Uh, the second message was something about authority brings peace. We didn't have that down straight. Donnie and I talked about this morning. For some reason, neither one of us really wrote down the title. And the third one was the nature of biblical authority. And the fourth one was nurturing confidence in each other. And again, they, yeah, they were just very powerful messages. And uh, maybe just what I wanted to touch on that a little bit here is, as I was meditating on it, the beauty of the nature of beauty of biblical authority. My mind went to Psalms 23. It says there, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And I don't, I'm, I'm not going to take the time to go down through there, but just meditate on that sometime. The beauty of the nature of biblical authority. <clears throat> And uh, so there was, yeah, he shared, yeah, just shared different things there. Uh, <clears throat> but his rod and his staff, they comfort me. And, and, I, and I, I was looking at that Psalms, was it yesterday? I was thinking, could you take away the Lord is my authority? I will not want. And just go down through there and in, in, in saying it that way. It's a beautiful thing, brothers and sisters. Biblical authority brings peace. And how did Dale bring that out? I, I'm, <clears throat> I should have wrote it down. I have my notes here. So, uh, <clears throat> I 
time here to, uh, uh, <clears throat> it was the second message on peace. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I, yeah, I should have noted these things, but uh, we need to be in the same position, I'm just going to quote a couple of these things that he said. We need to be in the same position Jesus was to receive that power. No power, why? His life is not in us. Um, Peace, he is our peace. Righteousness only comes by peace. And uh, there's another one I was looking for here, but uh, what spirit is coming out of me? Spirit of Adam or spirit of Christ? Spirit and nature of Jesus, humility. Um, but Dale, maybe just to, to, to finish off on that there, Dale just shared a little, he was preaching somewhere, and I forget exactly how the story went, but somehow he got one of, there was a lady or a, a, a family sitting up front, and they had a little baby or child, and he went down and took the child in his arms, and uh, <clears throat> as he was talking, that little boy just laid his head right up into Dale's uh, bosom. I don't know what that speaks to you, but to me it's like it's a very picture of, uh, of uh, what he was teaching on uh, the, uh, <clears throat> the nature of biblical authority. There is peace, there is rest, there is, uh, yeah, all that there. <clears throat> and so maybe just a couple of things yet on the others. Uh, on... Uh, oh, um, Clint had it on relationships and he had very good very good messages on relationship um, see I wrote, I wrote a couple of things down here uh, yeah the whole thing of, uh, of relationships and, and, uh, and he mentioned there uh, in the beginning there, he said this thing of sin and relationships. Sin leads to bad relationships and bad relationships lead to sin. That was interesting. And uh, so he just, yeah, I, I thought he had a lot of good points. Even very, I thought it was very practical. It wasn't way up here, but he brought it down to, and he also mentioned that, that you know, as far as building healthy and having good relationships, it, it's something we need to, we, it's something we learn. It's not something you get born again and all of a sudden it's dumped out on you. But somehow we need to learn how to have good uh, 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 relationships. And, uh, you know, sometimes we think it's, you know, I don't have it, so therefore I guess I don't have that gift. Well, don't, 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 <laughs> don't camp out on that. But uh, he, he told us that, or Clint said that it's something that we need to learn. <clears throat> Communication and, and relationships and all those things. Another point that he brought out was they will not hear us because we, we hurt them. So he was talking about if we hurt people and if, they, and if we want to talk to them, somehow there's a wall there because we hurt them. We need to take care of that. <clears throat> And he mentioned, too, about people, uh, you know, somehow they, 
They, uh, they understand that their relationships are not good, so they tame the tiger, if you will. So they, they, they understand that they're not doing a good job, so somehow they, they try to do a better job. But somehow, he, he used his illustration, he said, the tiger is still in the basement. You ever see a person where he's trying to cool himself, but you know the tiger's in the basement? <laughs> that was a good illustration. The tiger's still in the basement. And uh, God, have mercy on us if the tiger's still in the basement. We need to allow the, 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 the life of Christ to flush that out of us. And uh, So anyways, yeah, he had a lot of good thoughts, and I, I'm not going to take the time to go through all that. Uh, my time is up here. But uh, one thing here on history, not sure if you mentioned that, Donnie, or not. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Charles Hamilton had it on church history or uh, history. And he said, if you forget everything else, don't forget this. So I wrote it down. He said, ideas have consequences. And I should maybe expound on that. What you put your value in shapes our responses. What we believe shapes our reality. So be careful what you value. Make sure you have a, like Donnie was saying, make sure it lines up with the the Word of God. I'm sorry. Make sure that it lines up with the Word of God so that, uh, because ideas have consequences. I thought that was a very good point. And then John D. had on the Sermon on the Mount and and, uh, the whole thing there of uh, God's kingdom now. And of course, I just had shared out of Luke 6 before I went. And yeah, it was, he, he actually shared out of the same part of Scripture there in, in Luke chapter 6. And, uh, but he went in an area that I, he's coming out for Bible school. And I, and I, I hope he'll, he'll, uh, he'll, he'll share some more. He went into the whole aspect of finances. And that, that one touched me. That one touched me. And I guess as he was going through that whole message, at least I forget which evening it was, and just expounding on God's word, there was something that, that happened to me as I, as I was sitting there and listening, hearing the Sermon on the Mount, hearing the heart of God, and the faith that was rising up in my own heart, that this is where God wants us to live. This is what God wants us to do. And it's like there was faith rising up in my own heart, that you know, we can come up with so many excuses, but let us be careful. Let us be careful. So I, and I, I ended up responding the one evening. It was just like, Lord, I don't know what all this means. But I just felt like I needed to just give it all to the Lord. There was things that I had in my past years, some visions and visions that I, that I had that I felt like I, I, I left them, if you will, die somewhat. And some of those visions were revived listening to Dale's message or, uh, or John D's message there out of the Sermon on the Mount. And uh, so I was, I was greatly encouraged. I was blessed. And there's also maybe just a quick highlight here. Uh, John Weaver is planning to come to Bible school. He was, I think, he's 23 years old. And I didn't know it. He was there that evening. I talked to him and he seemed a very friendly man. Afterwards, his brother or somebody told me that he just got converted. And, and anyways, he ended up calling and wondered if he could come to Bible school. 
And, and, and that's exciting to me to have a, a convert. He, his brother said, it wasn't like he was rebellious or anything like that. He just wanted to make sure that he was, that it was right, that it's ready, that it's, that it's real. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, there was, there was, there was, it was good to be there. I was blessed to be there. And, uh, and I would encourage us all next year to go there. <laughs> and uh, be blessed, encouraged, and be together. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I think I'll leave it at that. Uh, yeah, I'll turn the time over to Larry. God bless you.